love you, Chloe. I love you, Daddy. FIT with the Z. Time to get my fits on. Who's better than you? Nobody. What is up, Fitz? Everybody, Fitz happens. Time to get your fits on. And there goes the last DJ. FIT with the Z. Who plays what he wants to play? This is the Fitz show. He says what he wants to say. Brothers and sisters, ladies and gentlemen, people everywhere, lovers of the world, presenting the one, the only, FIT with a Z player. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Fits happens live from our radio hub for Tuesday. It is July 31st. July 31st. And let me be the first to welcome you to our professional broadcast. Got to say what's up to Drew right there. If you need your nuts and bolts sorted, I'm the man for the job. There's Tanner the Millennial. It is exactly one month until I turn 22. And uh, also hanging out today, Bethany, the mouth from the south. Did you know that dermatologists recommend to put a teaspoon, a whole teaspoon of sunscreen on your face every day? Every day. Yeah, learn something new. And he's slathered in the stuff because he doesn't want to get a sunburn. Our host, The Fitz. Yeah, gee. I mean, uh, who would want to go out and get a sunburn? With every, Do you know what one sun, sunburn does to you as far as increasing your chances of skin cancer? Did you know that? Well, I understand that the science says there's a chance, but oh, I've been no, no, sunburned a no. hundred times, a thousand times. Hold on. Not just science. It's actually medical science. I agree. I agree. I understand that. Yeah. Just, I don't but think don't a let little, it scare you. I don't think a little pink on the cheeks will jack yeah. you up. How much you want to bet? Well, uh, I lived across the street from a dermatologist. You're right. I heard it all from that guy. And it's scary what that sun does. It's true. Yeah. I mean, if you can, especially for women, if you can go to the doctor and you go under this light where they can show you the sun damage on your face, mm-hmm. it's, I mean, it, I hardly ever, I mean, look at me. I'm a ghost. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I hardly ever go out in the sun and I still have sun damage. And I, I mean, that's from me being a kid. We'll talk more about that in just a second, but we got to kick it off with a pre-show warm-up jam. Come on, let's get these. How about some Sarah Evans? Warm us up a little bit. Yeah. Suds in the bucket. Come on. She was in the backyard, say it was a little past nine. When a prince pulled up, a white pickup truck. Stop looking at me like that. Her folks should have seen it coming. It was only just a matter of time. A plenty old enough. And you can't stop love. warmed up you guys everybody warmed up a little bit a little bit uh all right what do you guys want to talk about today we can talk about the sun stuff do you know i have a friend who works at a radio station right now in oklahoma city uh her name is janet and she actually made global news uh, when they took off basically um, half of her nose. And the entire open cavity was exposed. If you saw that on national, that was my friend Janet in Oklahoma wow. City. What? You can Google it right now. 
I you don't know Google if I it. want to. And uh, it, it was just a, a basal cell carcinoma was all it was, and they had to I think do I that. saw that. I think, was it that recently? That was Janet, yes. Because they took off her. part of her nose, and then they used some other skin from a... So basically, her nose was partly open and exposed for several days, yeah. and she had to walk around open like cavity. that. Open cavity. Yeah, it was. I mean, I saw the pictures. I would on, throw on the up news. at the sight. If one of you well, had half your nose missing, I don't know if I could. Look oh, that's at great. You. you know what? Because you got to do what you got to yeah, do. They saved her life that way, Tim. They yeah. saved her life. So anyway, we're gonna. Yeah, <laughs> let's let's save some lives on the show today. Uh, what are you kidding me? Stories coming up. We're gonna talk about cowboy boot sandals. They're out right now. Here comes. What day is it? Tuesday. Here comes Tuesday. Let's go. This is the Fit Show. Fitz happens live. And now, and now, it's time for your Why Are You Kidding Me? Stories of the Day. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, I am here. So happy to be here with the news that did not make the news as I take you out of Missouri. Come on, boots. There's a guy in Missouri, and he's created cowboy boot sandals, folks. How's that work? Oh, come on. Well, they look just like cowboy boots, but instead of completely covering your feet, they, they have straps like sandals. I'm going to show you the everybody in the studio oh, picture. Oh, what? When you want to howdy down, but let those feet not frown. So if you want to explain them, it's, it's sort of like a pair of flip-flops with the upright part of a cowboy boot attached, like the part around your calf. Yeah, but what a great way to keep your feet cool, but your legs extra, extra hot. Why would you want that? <laughs> they kind of look like those, like, gladiator shoes. Yeah, that a little bit. Wear. Yeah. If you want a pair, by the way, they cost you $150 uh-huh. at redneckbootsandals.com. For $150 today, folks, redneckbootsandals.com. We actually got in touch with the owner, and uh, his name is Scott, to get him to uh, explain cowboy boot sandals. Whenever I first came up with the idea, I was in Gulf Shores, Alabama. Um, I saw a guy wearing a pair of cowboy boots, and I thought to myself, you know, with the heat, the humidity, I thought it'd be kind of funny to come back home, and I took an old pair of my cowboy boots and a pocket knife, and I started cutting them up. The flip-flop style, which is, you know, the toe piece in the middle. And then we also do a double strap design where... Well, good. I've had about enough of that. But anyway, (laughs) enough about the cowboy sandals. Pretty hideous. Yeah. All right, let's go to page two. What? Are you kidding me? Out of Canada. Nationwide is on your side. There's a guy in Alberta, Canada. He recently legally changed his gender to female. So he could save about $840 a year on car insurance. (laughs) This is genius. I might do this myself. Can you really do that? I, Canada has some pretty flexible laws on gender. They, in, in, I think they actually have a law where it's a crime to misidentify someone. Wow. So if someone wants to be called she and you don't, you can actually be busted for it there. I think. What? Yeah. Anyway, uh, in Alberta, all it takes to legally change your gender is a doctor's note. Dang. That's it. I'm going to the doctor's office. Do you want to change your gender? If it can save Somebody. me some money on car insurance. Yeah. I have so many things I could say, but politically, <laughs> I think I should just be quiet. Okay. You know, I mean, that's just, no. Well, it doesn't seem fair that you could do that. But it also, as a man, I feel bad for this dude who's wanting, he's, he's changing his gender because, uh, is it cheaper for ladies to get car insurance? 
Yeah, yes, well, that, yeah. it is. That's not fair. Yes, it is. Well, actually, that's, that's statistics. That's not fair. It's still not fair. Well, it's yes, statistics it about how men drive compared to how women drive. That's right. Well, it's, it's still, you know, that is still gender it's discrimination. discrimination. That's that is right. absolutely discrimination. I mean, I drive like a grandma, so I get yeah. what you guys are well, saying. Well, that's like saying you have to pay more for uh, health insurance if you smoke. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, that's ridiculous. Who should have to do that? I'm just anyway. saying. I mean, right. They require it. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. You got the... What? Are you kidding me? Stories of the day breaking every single hour. You're listening to The Fit Show. Fit happens live. You're listening to The Fit Show. Fit happens live. Everybody, welcome back to the show. Uh, one individual's putting on makeup in here right now. Hi, Bethany. Hi. There's Drew. There's Tanner the Millennial. Drew, put that makeup away. <laughs> Just a little foundation. Get the shine off. <laughs> welcome to the show, you guys. If you have a minute, uh, maybe you like Twitter, you can follow me on Twitter if you want to. Just search follow fits. So, Drew, what happened on the way in to work? To, Drew had a weird experience driving into the studio today. Yeah, it was a very full experience. I had uh, what I call like a three-act play or a three-act story all in my car ride <laughs> with, in, with in the matter of like five minutes this was today yeah with one other car yes okay so what happened so i'm driving to work and i'm in a i'm at a place where there's two lanes on the road but i know the right lane ends soon the right lane turns into a right turn only so in or, if you're gonna go straight you have to get over and i uh-huh. see this car pull up next to me and it's sort of hovering you know how they hover yes, right yes because you know they just to get the front of you and like uh, and i look in the car and it's these three punk kids and i'm like and it's a beater car, and I'm thinking, oh, these little jerks are going to dive in front of me at the last second. I just see it, and then boom, they did it. And so I'm swearing and cursing and shaking my fist like you do, because that's what we all do in traffic. I don't do that. You should really control. Drew, you're on the show now. you got to control. I mean, you can't be having road rage. Well, listen, so that's act one. I predicted. I said, they're going to do it. I know it. And then it happened. I'm like, exactly what I thought. You little jerks. Well, you know. And then it's... Five seconds after they pull in, I see the driver's window come down, and the driver sticks their hand out and gives me like a friendly little wave, like, hey, thanks for letting me in. And I instantly <laughs> felt nice. guilty. I was like, oh, man, yes, I misjudge like- these people. She's actually a sweet kid. Oh, I feel so bad. And, okay, uh, so we're in part two. This is act two, right? Act two. I feel like, oh, I, I was too quick to judge. I'm, a, I'm the jerk here. Like, they're just decent people. They just need to get over. So first... You are foes. Then all of a sudden during Act 2, you turn into to friends. And then Act 3 is we're nearing the climax of this of this movie. Yeah. Then as I'm, we're, we're driving along there now in front of me, the passenger's window comes down and they just throw a bunch of garbage out the window <gasps> as if it was like, no, w- without hesitation, just chuck garbage out the window like uh, it's their own personal garbage. So out. you were right all along. Right back to the beginning. I'm like, you jerks. <laughs> I knew it. You look like jerks. You drive like jerks. I thought we had something. Yeah. I almost liked you for I a minute. I was right all along. That wave was phony. <laughs> there was almost some decency in this nation. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, just like that. Th- I mean, who throws garbage out of their car? I, like, that's in such today's, a jerk move. I don't know. I, I know mean, I don't because you, sh- you should look inside of mine. Well, but, you oh, you definitely also. don't. You should also. Looks like a garbage dump in there. I get <laughs> on his case about littering. I cannot stand Wait, wait, litters. Mike, I don't litter. No, I'm saying if something falls out of your car, oh sure, if something, anything, I have to pick it up. That's it. I, I just you know don't what? leave it I, there. I, and I think all it takes is, I mean, just driving down the road, and when you see that crap, 
everywhere. Doesn't it just disgust you yeah. that, you know that people could do that and in this country and just It's the litter? simplest thing to do, not litter. You know what really all d- did it for me was working in the service industry. Yeah. Once you pick up after other people all the time, which I don't care what shift you're working, you're going to have to pick up after somebody that was just messy or lazy. And it's, I just think about it all the time now. Someone else is going to have to pick that up. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and so I always just do it. Think about it this way. There's gas stations with garbage cans that the whole reason is pull to over, throw right? garbage in. Hey, Drew, let me give you, a, if, if you had that, if there was an act four to this story and you had 10 more seconds to tell them a little piece of your mind, I'm going to count you down. 10 seconds. Go. If I pulled up next to them, I'd say, listen, these roads belong to everyone, not just you. That garbage, someone's going to pay for that garbage. And whether it gets into the storm drain, whether it gets, someone else has to pick it up. You're ugling up our town that we share. We all live here together. Yes. So forget you. Welcome to the Fitz Show, you guys. Fitz happens live. It's the Fitz Show. It's Choose Your News. It's Choose Your News. Everyone on the show is about to pick a headline that we think you need to know today. It's Choose Your News. And ladies and gentlemen, it continues. Les Moonves, the longtime boss at CBS, has been called out for alleged sexual misconduct against several women between the 80s and the late 2000s. And uh, he apparently has admitted now to making advances toward women Years ago. Whoa. He this said, was big because Julie Chin is his wife, and yeah. she even came out in support of him and said, you know, my husband's a wonderful husband, wonderful father. I believe wow. him. I stand by him. And, you know, she's on the talk, and I love that show. Two women apparently said that Moonves physically intimidated them or threatened to derail their careers. Uh, and... Uh, wow. Yeah, I, I, I wanted to... Oh, yeah, he says, uh, I recognize that there were times decades ago when I may have made some women uncomfortable by making advances. You know what I try to live by? Just don't ever be in a room alone or anything like that. <laughs> or always have your wife with you like I do, yeah. Bethany. You know? I, I always just hang out with the boys. Yeah, but yeah. He, he's admitting, he's saying that he's the one that yeah. acted on those, you know, he's the one yeah. that right. you know, made advances on people. The question I have here is, there was a different culture and different business world 30 years ago when some of this was happening. Sure. And not to make excuses for that, but are we going to charge people for things they did when it was the norm 30 years ago? Like was making it advances norm? on women? Would you say it was the norm? I would say it was a lot more acceptable or common for, for higher up people to make advances on do, subordinates. Do you guys ever watch uh, Mad Men? Of course, yeah. I've you know watched that, the whole show. You know that atmosphere in the office where yeah. there was They're some, smoking and drinking the whole day. It's, r- like, a, it's right. like a nightclub in the office. Constant harassing yeah, ladies. Yeah. A lot it's cats on the bum. Right. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, let's go over to Drew. Choose your news. Kind of along those same lines. The Rand Corporation recently completed a long-term study of members of the United States military, and they're releasing their findings little at a time. And one of these I found particularly interesting, and that is that According to the Rand Corporation, the Marine Corps leads all services in binge drinking and um, loving partners. And what I mean by that is... Uh, you know, my father was a Green Beret. I think he would uh, disagree with that. What they found <laughs> is that, uh, you know, they, they surveyed, they pulled military members from, from all the yeah. services. And they found that uh, Marines are more likely to have at least four or five drinks uh, a week. Y'all are party animals. They're, yes. They're also more likely to have uh, numerous... Loving partners in a year, and they found some other things out about tobacco use, so on. But they said before you think this is a judgment or 
saying something negative, they said the Marine Corps is predominantly made up of young males. And when you compare those statistics to the statistics of young males on sure. a college campus, they actually line up. So they're basically wow. saying the behavior of the Marines is like a bunch of frat boys. And Drew, you are a what? U.S. Marine. Give me the hurrah! Hurrah! Hey! All right, in of the Millennial, choose your news. Scientists have discovered a whale-dolphin hybrid Uh-oh. in Hawaii. What? Yeah. <laughs> it's called the Stino Brandonesis or something like that. Probably didn't pronounce that right, but it's the first time we've seen a dolphin hybrid of some sort. So it sounds like so it sounds like a whale and a dolphin were definitely hooking up. Yeah, Mm -hmm. and there is this new sort of uh, little fishy. I don't know. He doesn't have a photo. Oh no! Yes, I've seen the photos. I want to see it. It's bizarre. It is like a whale and a dolphin. It's like a little. um, It's like a a miniature whale. Is it black and? It's a miniature whale with a little blowhole in the top. It's pretty crazy. I wonder if it's there's going to be more in the future. If we're going to have like a new species of this new hybrid species. A miniature. Ah, That did not make sense. (laughs) I'm just so excited. (laughs) All right, there you go. Choose your news. You're listening to the Fit Show. Fit happens live. Your attention, please. You're listening to The Fit Show. Fit happens live. Welcome back to the show. Ladies and gentlemen, wherever you are right now, at home, at work, in the car, and listening on the app. I mean, especially if you're married right now and you are a cheater, then listen to this. Tell me, cheater, cheater, where'd you meet that no good white trash hoe? So no, nobody wants to be cheated on. Nobody no. wants to be cheated on. But I want to tell you about a situation that this is setting a huge precedent for, especially people that are married and are cheating on their loved one. Yeah. There's a guy named Keith King. He lives in Durham, North Carolina. And three years ago, his wife, Danielle, had an affair with a guy named Francisco Hulzar. That just sounds like a guy, somebody, a woman who have an affair with Francisco. Yeah, yeah. I met Francisco in the, at the supermarket in the produce section. He sounds like a guy that your wife would meet on vacation, like <laughs> at, you know, right. at a resort. Yes, he's got, I, that, he's got that shoulder length hair and he's tan, a six pack, wearing, yeah. wearing speedos. speedos. He's a fisherman. You know, you're talking about Hank Azaria. <laughs> yes, Hank Azaria. <laughs> Are you for scuba? <laughs> yes, but. Uh, North Carolina is one of a handful of states that lets people sue if your spouse cheats on you. It's called alienation of affection. And you could sue someone if they do something to destroy your marriage. So last year, here's what Keith did. He filed a lawsuit against Francisco for seducing his wife and ruining his marriage and his life. And after Keith found out about the affair, he and Daniel separated. Business started tanking. Mine wasn't right, he said. He even developed PTSD. I understand that. And last week, a judge sided with Keith and awarded him $8.8 million from Francisco. Damn, that dude was making bank. So Francisco had some deep pockets. Something. Or maybe he went after Francisco's insurance, too. I wonder if Francisco's ever going to really... Have to pay. You back. have to somehow. Well, then, no, that's through a state in North Carolina, and he and this Francisco guy lives in a different state. No, he lives there. I never said he lived anywhere else. I was just doing the Francisco accent. Oh, what? Nothing. I was just. I thought he lived somewhere else. I'd like so, to see the numbers. If that's oh, if they can do that, if you can sue for that, I wonder if uh, adultery rates are lower. And how, and how no. do they come up with the eight point eight million dollars, anyways? Is I don't that know. How, based off of how much money he makes? No, based off of no. uh, how his business yeah. personally suffered, oh, lost income okay. because of his pain and suffering, cheating wife. 
Hang on, let me get my cheater song again. Cheater, cheater, where'd you meet that no good white trash? Oh, okay. come on. That's just, a, no one knows <laughs> what? this situation. This guy's life suffered. A judge, a judge found it. Yeah, a judge side he with him. He found it compelling. Hey. They I'm need to have that in all 50 states. I think so, too. Yeah. But still, my mom could be racking in the dough. <laughs> All I'm saying is it's a personal relationship and you never know what's going on inside someone's relationship. Right. But, you know, she was still married. I she could have gotten the divorce and then found agreed. Francisco. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We'd love to hear from you as well. Wherever you are right now, we want to hear from you. At home, at work, in the car, welcome to the show. Fitz Happens Live. The reality check is on. It's time to get real. It's real. For real. For real. Like for real. The reality check. This is the Fit Show. Stand by for the Fitz files, the good, the bad, and the gossip on the way from Bethany the Mouth from the South. What's going on? Oh my gosh, one of Hollywood's hottest bachelors. Is he off the market again? And I say that because he's recently divorced, and I'll give you another hint. Drew has a man crush on him. We could be friends, I know it. <laughs> I think you'll want to know about this one. Stay close. Drew is standing by with the Tuesday reality check. State of emergency in California as wildfires rage in the West. The death toll now rising to six. Yeah, experts are calling that fire out of control. Uh, The conditions, the high winds, the heat, the dry, you know, prolonged dry conditions. It's just racing and raging across these hills and valleys. Uh, There's about 12,000 firefighters broken up into like 17 different groups fighting, you know, some of the major blazes. But uh, the sixth. Uh, victim was found. They haven't been identified yet. There's additional people missing. This fire has displaced about 50,000 residents and burned about 500 buildings already. How sad. It's really tragic. People's entire lives up in smoke. Just like that. You see see the the images? I mean, every time this happens, we see these images, and it just looks like somebody is literally, you know, these firefighters are are driving to the entrance of hell. It's petrifying. But I was also, there's a lot of people on social media right now sharing photos of firefighters and whatnot. I was also reading that there are some actual fire crews that are from prisons. Yeah. That are, that are actual inmates. They need oh. all hands. Yeah, that's They have right. inmates, they have crews from other states. It's just, you know, all the worst part deck. about this is that a lot of the residents say that they now feel like the fire season never ends. It's just year-round now. And isn't that the terrifying? That's terrifying. And it but, makes it even hotter. Right. Mm-hmm. And many of the residents are saying that, like, wow, this 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 isn't stopping. What is going on with the, uh, with the world, right? I bet there's a lot of people moving away from there. Oh, no question. What else is happening, Drew? Well, out in South Point, excuse me, Southport, North Carolina, a little bit of a different story going on there. The entire police force of the city has been placed on leave. They basically have suspended the entire police force, all because the chief and one of the captains were arrested and charged with fraud. It turns out that this chief and this captain were moonlighting. They were working second jobs as, like, truck drivers and doing other things while logged in and and clocked in on their police job and reporting that they were working there. It says in some cases they left the state and even left the country while on the clock for the police department. So as a safety measure, the investigators, including the FBI, went ahead and suspended the entire police department. Now they are stressing all of these officers are not considered guilty, but they need to get them, you know, off the street and basically check through everything and clear everyone's story. We got a 5150 on the corner of Johnson and Mill Street. Peters, can you take that one? Uh, yeah, I'm in Colorado, but I'll try to get there as soon as I can. 
<laughs> it's like this is the perfect time for the purge. Yeah, seriously. I mean, you know. Well, to answer that question, uh, in case anyone's concerned about who's watching the, yeah. the the house there at Southport, they brought in the the county sheriff is going to oh, go ahead and take okay. care of policing. Thank for goodness the for the sheriff. Like, no police, yeah. no police. <laughs> While they're doing it, it's always the sheriff who comes up in his car and saves the day. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You got time for one more, Drew. Uh, quickly, the Mueller case continues to rage on, and a lot of people are a little bit confused about what Manafort is being charged with. We know it's fraud. We know it's tax evasion. Well, Mueller just released a little more information on it, and apparently Manafort earned about $60 million for what they're calling political uh, consultancy in the Ukraine. Oh. And they're saying that money was filed through offshore banking accounts, he and his business partner, uh, and that they didn't claim any of that on their taxes. Uh-oh. So we're getting more and more of this picture of... Why we're hearing this name all the time and what he's being so, held for. So he's in court right now for financial issues, nothing to do with the Russian collusion say, thing right now. Is it anything to do with This is a different one from president. what I understand. Well, this is what they got him on, but if you, if you, there is a pretty clear They're possible link. I mean, if here, he's getting this political money, I mean, what do you get $60 million for consulting yeah. in to provide Ukraine for? consulting advice. Come on, what do you think? <laughs> anyway, uh, that's what he's up for. All right, there you go. That is the Tuesday reality check. It happens live. The good, the bad, and the gossip. These are the Fist Files. Let's see what's trending right now. We've been talking about it. CBS CEO Les Moonves facing allegations of sexual misconduct. As a result, though, when you think about it, CBS may soon have less Moonves. That's good. I wonder who's going to take his place. More Moonves. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's go to the good, the bad, and the gossip right now. (laughs) All right. So, starting off with the good, Disney is finally admitting that Princess Leia will appear in Star Wars 9. Wait a second, I thought Princess Leia passed away. She did. The Sweet actress, little Carrie Fisher. Fisher. Yeah. yeah. But, the character didn't die in the in the storyline yet. Yeah, Drew and Tanner can probably give us all the news on this. Yeah, they have a bunch of extra footage from when they filmed The Force Awakens that they haven't used. Yeah, but in that one I just saw like a couple of Star Wars ago, Princess Leia was floating around outside in outer space, and it she just was not was real. That was The Last Jedi, and that was was an awful they, they could have killed her off right there yeah they should have had her floating toward Mars or something right. or, or, or like put her in a, uh, a little chair and hit, hit the warp speed button and just send her off alright you're mixing shows in a pod? now but anyway <laughs> what yeah. they're saying is between footage you're they already shows. had and uh, from like digital they can digitally put someone's face on yeah. someone else but why can't they do what they did to Mr. Spock you know, put him in that little coffin thing and send him out into outer space or whatever again mixing shows come on <laughs> get, get your sci-fi straight <laughs> The force is not strong with you. I don't spend as much time in my mother's basement as y'all do, but anyway. (laughs) Okay, we're moving on to the bad. Thomas Markle. Oh, don't even get me started, this man. Are they mad because they can never be royals? And we'll never be royals. As a matter of fact, I believe he is. I think he's regretting, obviously, not walking his daughter down the aisle. She has not been in contact with him since the wedding, you know, since, you know, he told her that he was going to have surgery or whatnot. And, um... It's wait, no, wait a second. You mean since he lied about having, uh, like, open heart surgery well, and they've all figured the it word, out? Yeah. yeah. The word is that, that he actually didn't have surgery at all. But this is where it just gets dirty. He actually made a public statement saying, quote, Princess Diana 
is credited with changing the royal family. He didn't bring Diana she, into it. Oh. She would have loathed the way I'm being oh. treated. That's now, just look, disrespectful. It is. I mean, look, I understand you are at your wits' end because your da- you feel like you're losing your daughter. But seriously, yeah. you thought it would be a good idea to bring up her brand new husband's Deceased, deceased mother. mother. Yeah, that's guilt tripping level X. Please, don't, Lord. Don't bring his mama into uh-huh. it. Uh uh-uh. uh. All right. Okay, moving on to the gossip. Okay, so Chris Pratt, Drew. Yeah, Chris number one Pratt, man crush. He is off the market. Seems like he's dating what? again. Catherine. Drew, are you upset about that? Yeah. I know you are. Catherine Schwarzenegger. Oh, yeah, Schwarzenegger, yeah. Yeah. They are dating. She is the daughter of Maria Shriver and the good old. Former the, governor. The governor. I can just imagine Arnold, get off my no. daughter. Yeah. Uh, that was Clint Eastwood, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> Arnold yells, get to the chopper. Come on. Get you're, to the chopper. Who is your daddy and what does he do? I was about to say, I'm surprised Drew didn't say you're switching up your action stars. <laughs> there you go. You got the good, the bad, and the gossip. That's the Fitz Files. Fitz happens live. This Come on. is why today doesn't suck. For Tuesday, July 31st, 2018. Uh, how's everybody doing? You good? Mm-hmm. How you handling the heat? You doing good? Yeah, I like the heat. I'm have not you, bad with it. Have you checked your levels? No, I haven't. Have you have you done the dipstick? No, I have not. Well, check them. I'm so. all dried out, Fitz. All right. Yeah, I know that. Looks like a like a California raisin over there. Uh, celebrating birthdays today, Rico Rodriguez II is 20. Manny from Modern Family. Wow, he's 20. Yeah. 20 that kid years was old. a fantastic actor as a little kid, but the older he got, I wasn't feeling it. I, I feel like his performance really fell off on the show. Who's also the girl on Modern Family who basically she wears nothing basically? Now I'm not talking about Sofia Vergara. I'm talking oh, about you're talking about the middle daughter Ariel. Yeah, Winter? she needs to really slow down. Yeah, she got she did that whole emancipated from her mom thing and kind of yeah. went wild. I think. Okay. I don't know anything. I just yeah. I've I don't know anything about Modern Family. Modern Family. What about BJ Novak? Is 39. Ryan on The Office. Yes. <laughs> I cannot believe that he is almost 40. What a lot of people don't realize, he also wrote a lot of the episodes of The Office. Yeah. He was one of the main what writers. I can't believe he's almost 40. What's that supposed to yeah. mean? He well, from The Office, he looks like such a, such a young kid. He's oh, the yeah. temp. You know what I'm saying? Well, that show was on the air 10 years ago or more. Yeah. <laughs> That's like seeing pictures of Steve Carell now, where his hair is all gray yeah. and white. Yeah. It's weird. It is weird what TV does to you. Yeah. And then you see like a, a photo of him right now and you're like, what? <laughs> uh, let's see. Country singer Zach Brown. He is 40 years old today. And a little bit of chicken fries. Cold beer on a Friday night. It's a good age, Zach. Jeans that fit just right. And the radio Also having a birthday today. Uh, right now, from what I understand, she's swimming in $100 bills, y'all. J.K. Rowling. Who gave us Harry Potter is 53 years old today, and uh, I do believe we have someone from Harry Potter on the red phone right now. Ooh, Who is I it today? Harry do we Potter. know? Well, it's Harry Potter himself. It's Harry Potter himself. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, live right now, Harry Potter. Uh, hello, Harry. I love magic. You love what? He loves magic. I love magic. What, where are you right now? What's going on? Are we going to drink that? I don't know. I mean, if there is a party, we could <laughs> drink it. I haven't had any messages from any of my friends. 
Well, I'm sorry about that. Let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> Harry sounds like a little whiner. It's his birth. No. It's, no, it's, it's J.K. Rowling's birth. Isn't she the richest woman in yes. England, in Great Britain? I believe One it. of them. Yeah. She got bank. Billions. But you know what, though? She has a lot of... Uh, uh, what is she an American citizen? No, she's English. Okay, she has a lot of opinions about our our, our politics that I don't I don't know if it's her job to jump into. Well, anyone can get yeah. involved. In I mean, politics. I like to. No, no, not if you don't live in our country. How dare you? Well, we, no, well, we, we do all the time. You don't live in our country. You don't have a right to say anything about our politics. Well, we so do. does we that all... mean we don't get to talk about the royal wedding that just yeah. happened? I'm talking about that? politics, not the royal wedding. Guess Tanner. I'll take this Brexit story out of the news later. Take it out. You don't have a right to talk about Brexit. It's out, and they don't have a right to talk about America. Okay. Oh God. <laughs> I thought we weren't getting political. I'm just so. saying, why? We're, I'm trying not to. I'm saying, why are we letting other people talk about our, our systems? Well, they don't need to. Why are we letting them? I mean, you know, there's that whole thing about yeah. free speech and everything. We're the big dog in the yard. She lives. talk about the big dog. Free speech doesn't apply in England. Of course She's it does. She's talking it about should, America. If you believe in America, our free constitution. Speech, you should believe in free speech Man. for anyone and everyone. Well, you know what you should really believe in is that one of my, uh, one of the greatest country songs of all time in my opinion it was this day in 2002 the blake shelton self-titled album featuring austin was certified gold if it's anybody else wait for the tone you know what to do and p.s if this is austin i still love you it happens live. And now, and now, it's time for your Why Are You Kidding Me? Stories of the Day. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, I'm your What Are You Kidding Me? Anchorman, of course, standing by with the news that did not make the news. Shout out to all my Wakeums out there, my What Are You Kidding Me? field correspondents who send me all sorts of unbelievable stories daily, minute by minute at followfits.com. Out of the viral community to protect. And swerve. A guy riding his bike got hit by a police car while he was stopped at a stop sign because the cop was looking at his phone and he didn't see him. Yeah, the guy was still on his bike waiting for traffic to clear and the officer, boom! By the way, I have exclusive What Are You Kidding Me audio of this. It's going to get ugly. Whoa, whoa! You mother... Are you looking at your phone, officer? You got to text the other officer here. Give me a second. Oh. Oh. Damn it. Right. You know he what? just ran over <laughs> a bicyclist, and he just said, hang on a second. Yeah, I was texting another officer. That's not a good excuse. Hang on a sec. Can we hear that one more time, please? Whoa, whoa. Ah. You mother. Why the f- are you looking at your phone, officer? You got to text the Another officer here. Give me a second. Uh, yeah, give, me give, a me second. A, give me a second. Give me a second. Oh, so the rules don't apply to you. Huh? Why don't you go arrest yourself? You know what I'm thinking, you guys? I do believe that he's probably going to be making some money from a certain oh, police department pretty yeah. soon. Probably. Oh. It sounds right. like he maybe had it on his camera, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Good evidence. Let's go to page two. What are you kidding me? A very special what the Florida story. Haven't I seen you before? A police officer in Florida found a drunk guy trespassing in somebody's yard last Tuesday, just standing in their yard, middle of the night, 
Very bizarre, right? And gave him a warning. He said, it's time to leave. Yeah. And then 20 minutes later, that guy drove past the police officer and thought it'd be a good idea to give him the finger. <laughs> <laughs> so the cop pulled him over. Did, he, did ar- he run him over? No, 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 no. Didn't run him uh, on, on his bicycle or anything. Arrested him for drunk driving. Ah. What a nitwit. He could have got away with it, too. Yeah. You yeah. got to wonder, what was he doing in that person's yard? Then he gets in the truck, starts drinking, finds the police officer, flips him off. Yeah, clearly he was not having good judgment, whatever he was doing. And there you go, ladies and gentlemen, you got the... What? Are you kidding me? Stories of the day breaking every single hour. This happens. Live. Yeah, man, that's the good stuff. First of all, just a shout out to all of our proud men and women who serve or who have served our nation. And Drew, I'm about to talk about a Marine for the good stuff today. Hoorah. Because the Huffington Post, they just did this write up on a retired Marine named Tucker Zimmerman. He's actually been hel- helping out with all the, uh, uh, the massive wildfires right now mm-hmm. uh, in, in Northern California. And their headline is all about how he's been using trailers to save people's horses. He drove through this neighborhood the other day, and he says every single house was on fire. He got a guy out, and apparently he pulled in from his house, and he used a hose to keep the fire at bay until firefighters got there. And then they took the guy away who he saved. And it sounds like the guy he saved might be a veteran as well because apparently Tucker talked to the guy's wife before he got to the house and she asked him to save his American flag if he could. So he made sure that he saved that too before he left. And by the way, uh, I'm not trying to downplay the whole thing about the horses, but he's already saved dozens. And I mean dozens and dozens and dozens of horses and one of the owners is, is so extremely thankful. The guy said it restored his faith in humanity, and losing his horse would have been like losing a child. Um, I don't know if a lot of people who don't have animals know that about animals, whether it be dogs or horses. Like Bethany, you used to do a lot of work with horses. Tell me about that relationship with a horse. Um, it's just really special. It's just it's kind of the same way as I would say a canine and his handler, because a horse and a rider. As the rider, you are that horse's main handler most of the time. And they trust you with that. Yeah, they trust you. You build a relationship, and there's really a a, a, a distinct feeling of loyalty. I think between you and a horse, sort of like a dog. And I've I've never owned a horse, and that that shocks me to think that I could. I mean, I would love to own a horse yeah. because I'd love to walk out and it would look at me like my puppy dog looks at me. But don't you You'd remember say? like watching Westerns and some of them, like there were like some of these cowboys that loved that one horse. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That yeah. was their horse. Like and that's the Lone because, Ranger's horse. That's right. They had that trust. That was that horse. They That was their, their, their buddy, you wow. know? Uh, here's Tucker Zimmerman, the Marine, talking about rescuing all these animals from these horrible wildfires. I'm not sure how many days it's been, but I've been doing this every day, waking up in the morning, get home about midnight, and just keep on fighting the fire and evacuating animals. Goats, dogs, made another run, got some more horses. There was a, an older gentleman, I'd say 70s, 80s, that didn't want to leave. We, I think we talked him into leaving. He was in tears. Risking his life. Yeah. That is, that's risking his mm-hmm. life. Probably has something to do with uh, him being a Marine. Absolutely. As well. You also notice, like, when it comes to animals, you see these videos. Um, if an animal needs help, whether it's an animal stuck in the mud in a river or a horse that's stuck in the water, it's like, even though it's a human being helping them, 
they still realize I need help and I'm looking to this human to help me. Yeah. And they accept the help. Yeah. Isn't that a trip? That's very cool. Yeah. Uh, what we're probably going to see, just like the last big round of wildfires last year, we're probably going to see a lot of wild animals, too, because they get flushed yeah. out as the land burns. They, to they get somewhere. pushed into smaller and smaller areas, a lot of time into residential areas. Yeah. That's, and that's one thing, whenever you were talking about people that uh, recently a kid had started a bunch of these fires, you know? Oh, my god. That's one thing that I don't think they ever take into account is all the animal lives and habitats that are lost. I mean, it's just... Everything's affected by stupidity. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Somebody yeah. popping a firecracker, smoking a cig, whatever. You're absolutely right. Save those animals and save the people. There you go. That is the good stuff. Yeah, man, that's the good stuff. The Fit Show. Come on, let's go. This is going to be epic. Come on. Let's hear it. Now back to The Fit Show. I just like his humor. F-I-T with the Z. Fitz happens. Live, 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 live. Welcome back to the show. What's up? My name is Fitz. So nice to meet you. And I have all my friends and family hanging out with me. Um, normally, I describe our show, you guys, as high school with pay, where every day is a Friday. But there's also times where we like to get a little serious, too. And I, I do want to say on Tuesdays, we do this thing called Tell a Friend Tuesday. And all it is, tell one of your friends, friend, coworker, or loved one, um, to listen to our show only. I'm just kidding. <laughs> that, too. But uh, tell, <laughs> tell one of your friends, coworkers, or loved ones... Uh, the importance of going to the doctor. That's what Telefriend Tuesday is all about. Just uh, call them up if you're worried about somebody. Say, hey, you know what? I'll go and get a physical because there is so much that you can take care of if you just go get that physical. And it's so simple. And you know what? When it comes to the numbers and all that good stuff during a physical, that's what doctors are for. They worry about the numbers, right? You just It's your yeah. job just to go get it done. Fix mm-hmm. small things now so you don't have to deal with big things later. Straight up. Mm-hmm. Preventative maintenance. That's right. So, uh, Telefriend Tuesday, by the way. Are you ready for the summer? Hey! Are you ready for the sunshine? I am so proud of our little Tanner the Millennial, you guys. Tanner the Millennial did something that he's never really done before. He wanted to try something new. Yesterday, dude went swimming. I went swimming. You've never been swimming before? Well, I've He's been. not a good swimmer. Go ahead. You can talk about it. Yeah, I, I've I'm not a very good swimmer. I've tried to be. <laughs> <laughs> I've tried swimming before, but I've almost drowned about a handful of times, and I've I've been very scared of water my entire life. <laughs> but my girlfriend, Sorry about that. my girlfriend used to be a swim instructor, and so we went I... to the little uh, kitty part of the pool, and she taught me how to swim. You know what? That's can I tell you something? Uh, was it the kitty area? That's what, you know what. True There's space. a lot of. There's a, to, there's a lot of guys in There's a lot of guys who who uh, and women, adult people who who still don't know how to swim, and that's cool. And also, I was embarrassed about my man boobs flopping around everywhere. No, I too, would be too so. about that. Yeah. See, I, right now I'm below my movie limit. I uh, 200. I'm six foot seven, so at 243 pounds or over, boy, the moobs are. Mm, you know what I mean? <laughs> they're just they're just sitting there nipping. <laughs> oh, I'm overflowing my moob limit right yeah. now. Yeah, yeah. But if I'm 243, you're below. I'm below my move limit, so I, I. But you could use those things as flotation devices. It worked. <laughs> oh, goodness. But, would you would you find comfort in knowing that uh, my freshman year in college is part of a course I had to do water aerobics as an elective? Wow. Why would that give him any comfort? Because I'm a certified water aerobics instructor. Okay. Do you know how many calories you burn in the pool, man? Sweat, you, you start sweating hey. in the pool during water aerobics. <laughs> Ten thousand old ladies can't be wrong about that. You're absolutely right about that. Thing ever. I can't even say I, anything because I'm, I'm just glad back you're, here laughing. 
Did I'm a certified know, water aerobics instructor? Whenever you first told me that, yeah, you were a six foot seven, two hundred and forty <laughs> pound uh, water man aer- in water water aerobics. Instructor. It's a hard. Wa- you know what? I, I take that person. I'm sorry. That's just. <laughs> but but the most humiliating. Part- By the way, all those old ladies out there, you're making fun of holding those milk jugs. Do you have the milk jugs? Yes, you have, and you have the water noodles. They are in top. <laughs> And you and you push that water toward, toward the abs. They're in top tip shape. Okay, yeah. I want to hear a lot more than you. I want to hear. Sorry, if you're an instructor, I want to hear it like you do a yeah. five, six, seven. Here's the routine. Right. Yeah, pull it in, ladies. Nice. <laughs> now what you want to do? Run in place, and there you go. Push that water toward the abs. Hold that stomach in. I want, I want that belly button back on your spine. Oh, Bring yeah. that belly button to your spine. Push the water. We need to feel that resistance on the abs. There you go, ladies. That was good. All right. I was really good at you it. You could teach at the YMCA. Hey! All right. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. All right. Yep. I'm, I'm glad you did that. Yeah. I. She even, like, did the little kid thing, like, you know, where they hold, like, your torso and your leg, like, and teaching me how to paddle. Oh, you get to float on your back? Yeah, something yeah. like that. Yeah, give Tanner some uh, little shout-out and some props. Good job. Thanks. Welcome to the Fit Show. Fitz happens live. This is the Fit Show. Fitch happens live. Fitch! Oh! the millennials! Fitch saves every one of us! <laughs> Alright, wherever you are right now, at home, at work, in the car, listening on the app, get ready to play Fitz versus the Millennial. That's right, I'll bring in our two contestants. First, we've got the young, hungry upstart. He's looking for that first big win. He wants to take down a champion like only the young guy can. That's right, I'm talking about Tanner, the Millennial. Oh, I'm coming for you. I'm coming. I'm hungry for this win. And our reigning champion, hailing from just outside of Bowie, Texas, wherever that is, our host, the Fitz. Talking to you. Yeah. Good to be here. Now, Drew, give us the rules. How does this work? I have two sets of questions. The first is all about millennial lifestyle, their high-speed, low-drag world. We're going to ask Fitz those questions, see what he knows about the new world. And we're going to ask Tanner the Millennial, as a representative of Millennials, questions about good old solid hardcore Americana and see what a Millennial knows about the world we live in. Basically a bunch of stuff nobody cares about. Basically everything uh, every American cares about. Yeah. Real information. Let's do this thing. All right, here we go. We start off with Fitz since he won the last round like usual. Fitz. Drew. Millennials (laughs) dive into this late night block of programming on Cartoon Network featuring cartoons animations ooh, and ooh, live action shows geared towards grown-ups ooh. name that program the whole program or is this a show in particular no the whole program would that be adult swim that Dang is it. correct because yeah. i was getting ready to throw out some rick and morty <laughs> it's Ross first blood all Thank right you. tanner over to you even it up with a score here here we go we are broadcasting live on fm radio every veteran of this industry knows what fm stands for as it pertains to radio what does fm stand for frequency matters that is incorrect, Fitz. Oh, Would you like to steal on. it for the points? Sure. I'm wondering if I should just uh, kind of delay the clock here and uh, just uh, until I answer that this That would one. be a strong strategy. No need to do that, though. 
Would that be frequency modulation? That is correct. It's two up, nothing. It's not looking good. I could give him the next question, or I can give him the victory. Let's have a question they for some fun. Sure. Hang on one second. They didn't have you learn this in school, in college? Yeah, you went to I radio went, school. You went to <laughs> That's broadcasting because, school. Hang on. That's because he went to broadcasting school. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they don't teach okay. you crap. <laughs> I'm sorry, Drew. Go ahead. All right, Fitz. Go ahead and wrap it up with this one. Millennials live in an increasingly cash-free world. When they get to the register, instead of reaching for cash, they pull out a card and do one of these three actions as directed by the little machine. The initials are T, S, or I. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Give me those actions. What do you do with that card when you get to that mm-hmm. little pin It's pad? a transaction. No, no. What are you uh-huh. going to do with your card? Oh, come on. You're he gonna, guessed. You're going to insert your chip. He guessed. It's a chip. You got one of them. You got insert. Insert, swipe, repeat. Boom! Tap. No, that's not the uh-uh. answer. It's that's tap, not... swipe, No, he didn't say tap. that. He said swipe or but insert. guess what? Oh, that's two out of three. That is not... Hold, hold up. Does it matter anyway? I'm already kicking your butt two to nothing. It does. I was about to come back. <laughs> well, then come back. What's the answer? Tap, swipe, or insert. Good. Two, still wins. Two to one. I win. Where's my song? Thank you. Thank you. You're listening to The Fitch Show. Fitch happens live. The Fitch Show. Welcome back, everybody. Fitch happens live. And uh, there's Drew, Tanner the Millennial. Lucky to have Bethany the Mouth from the South hanging out with us. And I was just accused of being something... Uh, and I really don't appreciate it on this show. I, uh, Drew said I was. Uh, he thinks I might be a hoarder. Yeah, I said that you show all the classic signs. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Oh, re- like my daughter says. Oh, re- oh, really? <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah, really. Can, will somebody Google the uh, it, definition of a hoarder? It might be uh, hereditary. You oh, were really? just mm-hmm. telling your mom just last week she was a hoarder. Hello. <laughs> I just don't think this is possible. And, and all this started because Drew walked behind me. He starts shuffling all my uh, my stuff on my, my radio board in the studio. He starts grabbing my papers. I'm like, how dare you? Because you don't- it looks I, like trash. I have the mm. definition of hoarding disorder right in front of me. It's a persistent difficulty discarding or parting with possessions because of a perceived need to save them. A person with hoarding disorder experiences distress at the thought of getting rid of the items. That's not me at all. Here, that is 100% that's you. Exactly. Yes, you. No, when it comes to show stuff and maybe like uh, things that my children have emotional mm-hmm. attachment. But oh, I no, no. you have an emotional attachment because it, what we're talking about there. So in the studio, you hoard papers and folders and things documents. that he has just scribbled little, on little cards. Yes, yeah, scribblings. That's one thing. But then at home, we've all heard these stories and we've all experienced these stories where Bethany will have a box of things headed for the. You know the Goodwill, Goodwill or the or whatever the thrift store, you're like, but that table and you're special. like, whoa, 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 where are you going with that? That partial doll was our daughter's favorite six years ago, and she doesn't care it's in the box. But Again, you're like, we're not. Getting you know rid why? Of it. You know why you don't care about that? Because you're not a daddy. Yeah, but it's, right. it's more than How just a you? doll. It'll be things your kids don't even play. Didn't it, even it's play like a, with. A, a baby's rocking horse, and all your kids are teenagers. You're like, you're not getting yeah. rid of that. Uh-huh. That's easy to say because you're not a daddy, and you right. don't you don't imagine those little babies rocking back and forth on that on that little but, uh, horse. Yeah, seat but or, Bethany's a and mom, I do. and she's yeah. not that I way. Am. Yeah, but she's a different different beast. But you, no, you always... because <laughs> even Green Beret Bob told me a long time. 
time ago. He said, look, I know that you want to keep everything that your kid brings home mm-hmm. that has their little name on it. And, and you do. You want to keep all of these little drawings and all this stuff that's so sweet and special. But he said, trust me, whenever I say you will only look at a few of those over the next 20 years. I literally have a couple of notes in front of me, and I know it doesn't look like it's organized, but it's a my organization. Of notes. Yeah. Can I please answer the you're not a daddy thing you always throw in my face? Yeah. I'm not a dad, but I was yeah. a kid who had parents. And yeah. so I don't I did not believe that. You know what? I've never even seen your mother. We'll call Tanner. I've seen has. his mother. Tanner has. He saw my the man. actress I hired to be my mother. In but, person? Yeah, in person. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, All right. It's not like when I was 15, I was tripping over all my childhood toys and my rocking horses. They threw stuff away. I'm experienced with parents I'll letting tell you why. go. Because they didn't love you. <laughs> Fitz, I, I, I that really is so obvious you, to me right now more than ever. I think you're dissuading this whole issue and putting it on Drew, but you're not looking at your no. boarding disorder it's that deflection. you possess. I think that what this comes down to is, is that Drew was not loved as a kid. <laughs> All right, I'm going to start throwing away all these papers, yeah. slowly but surely. You know what? We'll let no, you decide right no. now. At home, at work, in the car, we'll let you decide. All right? We'll be right back. Welcome to The Fit Show. I do believe Reality Check is on the way. Your attention, please. You're listening to The Fit Show. Fit happens live. The Reality Check is on. It's time to get real. It's real. For real. For real. Like for real. The Reality Check. This is The Fit Show. And Drew is standing by with the Tuesday Reality Check. Mission Impossible Fallout made more than $61 million. That's the biggest opening yet for the series. Yeah, that's a franchise high. It doesn't sound like a lot in today's numbers, but you also add to that, on top of the 61.5 domestic, it did a little over $92 million global. So it had about a $153 million opening weekend. You know what I think I'm going to do? I know I said I was going to do it last week, but uh, I'm going to start with like Mission Impossible. Because I, I really don't, don't remember anything about the Mission Impossible as a storyline. Start from the beginning and just kind of work my way. Are they pretty good? They're, they're all good except the second one. I'm worried you're not going to make it. The second one is pretty eye-roll worthy. It's pretty dumb. Oh, okay. So if you can make it through that one, What's then the pl- they're, they're well, good. Well, maybe it depends on the plot. Like, if the plot is interesting, then I'll love it. Like, who's he fighting? What's he doing in this one? The, the current one? Yeah, the new one. The, uh, he's, it's kind of a continuation of the Rogue Nation, the, the previous one, where there's yeah. this shadowy organization. It's all previous it's deep state. spies from around the world, <laughs> and they want to get their hands on a nuke. Yeah, yeah deep state. She it's the deep state. I'm rolling my eyes just hearing this. This sounds It's really dumb. good. No, it's very good. No, I think good. it's going to be okay. And I think it's the best one in the series so far. And, okay. and I said that about the last one, so they're improving. All right, then. Take it or skip it. Take it. <laughs> I'm just kidding. All right, uh, what else is going on? On to some serious news. This last weekend was very scary for a Denver area hospital. The uh, Denver Health Medical Center had an Ebola scare. What? Uh, Now, here's what's important. That is one of just a handful of of hospitals that are certified through the CDC to handle Ebola cases. They brought in a patient uh, with fear that that patient may have Ebola, and that's obviously very scary for right in the center of this country. Yes, and do we know yet? We do. The test came back negative, but it triggered uh, the threat. Triggered a full response. We had they locked down the hospital. They sealed off the portion yeah. of the hospital they were in. They had hazmat suit people. Everything like full protocol to handle this. And the individual, the reason for the scare was that individual had been helping people in the Congo. Oh who, my! Who God. had Ebola? So when this person gets sick, you immediately fear that it could be that. Do you know I'm oh, also prepared for things like this? My. Um, 
Could you imagine being that person? Oh, I mean, oh. they had to be terrified because they've mean, seen it with their, with their the own test. eyes. Oh, they've yeah, man. They'll just zip oh. you up in that plastic thing and you never see anybody again. Yeah. <laughs> but oh, really, that's how it is. Yeah, in that room. Uh, but I'm, I am prepared. Like, I have my little... Uh, you know the little the little stuff, the poisonous darts you you shoot at the at the little monkeys. <laughs> yes, I have those. For have a the, have, are they looking for a monkey or anything right now? Anything spotted? Well, no, because it was they were clear. The, the test Congo. cleared. It's him. not outbreak. Yeah, it's not like a little well, dog is walking. Well, around hey, the that's the only thing I have to base it off of is the movie Outbreak. <laughs> outbreak. Or have you seen that? No. Oh my Great gosh, movie. Dustin Hoffman Outbreak. Check Ooh, it out. Yes, and uh, okay. watch it. Patrick. Oh yeah, McDreamy's uh, no, he's not, is he? Yeah, he he starts the whole thing. He's the yeah, he's like he, the, okay. the punk kid who's smuggling the monkey for someone. And he yes. gets bitten by it, and gives it to his girlfriend. It spreads from there. Why can't you set your monkey free? All right, what else you got, Drew? Uh, so that ride the ducks tragedy from a few weeks ago, where in Missouri, it, yeah, in Missouri, it sunk on the river, uh, cost a bunch of people their lives. Remember that there was one family that lost nine members. Yes, of the my gosh. I think it was seventeen people who died. Nine of them for a single family. Yeah, that family has now filed a one hundred million dollar lawsuit, absolutely naming so. the operator as yep. well as the I, as they I believe should. the manufacturer or the maintenance company that handles the boats. Uh, blame everyone. They said all their insurance companies. Yeah, yep. In their statement, they said that they chose. Profits over people's safety, and just and remember that regarded a bunch. The of quote of the uh, of the guy driving the boats uh, is saying, "Yeah, no need to put on your life preservers." That's what he told them. Yeah, you won't need them. Yeah. All right, there you go. That's the Tuesday reality check. Fitz happens live, straight out of country. That's right. We're not going to talk about it unless it's country. Um, shout out to Keith Urban, who's been really open about his past battle with addiction. And uh, he basically just came out and said, listen, I don't know anything about Demi Lovato personally, but he added that uh, she keep good people around her and a willingness to want to live a different way if that's what she wants to do. He said, it's all up to her. Yeah. You got to want to do it. Yeah. It's definitely, I would say that the people around you has got to be such an important part of it, especially for a celebrity with all that money, because mm-hmm. they can get that little entourage. And of course, yep. those people want to party. Yeah. They're going to encourage you to party because you're taking them all out and, and you're buying so them whatever. You will never change unless you want to. Yeah. She also got really um, healthy whenever she was dating Wilmer Valderrama. Yeah. And he has actually been at her bedside like every single yeah, day yeah. since it happened. Fez from that 70s. Show? Yeah, yeah, he's been going to um to, to visit her every. How day. long were they together? They were they were together for like three or four years. They yeah. were engaged at one point. Yeah. Hey Drew, you've uh, recently had like uh, and we don't say any names, but like a buddy or buddies in the past who have relapsed. Yeah. Um. Uh, and and so I can't imagine like in in that like the entertainment industry and and all that stuff. Like if you're around it all the time, isn't that rule number one? You can't be around it. Uh, absolutely. It. it the temptation, your white knuckling, the temptation, to, to fight yes. the temptation. If it's there, if it's accessible, it makes it a thousand times harder. You have to completely isolate yourself from whatever that thing is. So having people in your circle that are using whatever your thing is, yeah. whether it's heroin or and that's meth so or difficult in the entertainment industry where that stuff yeah, is so that stuff floats around. Yeah. Makes me think of a line from uh, uh, Kenny Chesney song where he says, uh, "It's your favorite sin that'll do you in." That's a good one. Right it's one of my favorite lyrics ever. Your favorite sin will do you in. And isn't it crazy how it's like that? It's like, right? Obviously, uh, the things that people love the most are mm-hmm. sometimes what it's your vice. De- definitely get them in the... Yeah, another vice. Yep. Man, I'm getting all deep today. Miranda yeah. Lambert. Everybody's yep. writing about vices and 
Yeah, we're just human beings, though. Yeah. You know, we all have them. And I oh, think people, yeah, I sometimes mean, people don't recognize how tough the music industry can be on someone. You're away from home. Oh, gosh. You ha- you're sort of uprooted and moved around the country constantly. Your and, friends are artificial. You and, can't and, trust anyone. Yeah. Everyone's and, out to make a buck off that. you. Yeah, everybody wants to make money off of you. Something well, I've watched anytime Fitz talks to a country star is that they say the road is so lonely. Yeah. I, so very lonely. Yeah. Find out who your friends are. And what were you going to say, Bethany? I was just going to say, yeah. I mean, you think, oh, but they have people around them all the time. Yes, they do. But, you know, most of those people, they're thinking to themselves, I'm paying you and I'm paying you and I'm paying you. They don't and have I'm the people that you. matter. Around right. Them. I mean, you know, all of those people are there because of what you can do for them. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. so you know that a lot of times. You want to, uh, you guys want to talk about Carrie Underwood singing Cry Pretty at the Opry or Lindsay L. Uh, uh, talking about seeing the thunder from down under in Las Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> what, what do you want? Come on. We all know about Carrie singing, so let's, let's talk about those. <laughs> Drew, Australian you're a dirty, wow. dirty boy. Drew wants to hear about the thunder from I down I think the under. ladies listening want to hear it. Yeah, good idea. Go ahead. My best friend from my hometown, Calgary, had her bachelorette party in Vegas. I never thought I was going to be one of those girls to go to Thunder from Down Under, but she (laughs) wanted to do it so bad. And so being her best friend and her maid of honor, we did it. We bought the tickets. We went for the whole experience, and it actually ended up being a lot of fun. Oh, yeah, baby. The the Pits, didn't you do that once? Crikey. Thank you. Yes, I did. A long, long time ago, I was because I was at a radio station where they were performing, and I... The day before, I went to this tanning bed called the Hydro Globe, and I made myself look like a six foot eleven. Excuse me, a six foot seven red lobster. <laughs> you can't do it all in one day. Was, I mean, I was so red that it like gelled with my red speedo yeah, I was I wearing. Yeah. I've seen the pictures. It oh was, yeah, it's gonna, it was oh, really bad. It'll make you vomit. I don't want to sure. see the pictures. No, sure. no, I'll no, pass. not that. <laughs> no, you looked great. It was just that the, your skin—you were practically glowing. Yeah. All right. So how about that? There you go. We just took you straight out of country. It happens live. They're kind of crazy. They're very opinionated. They keep you listening because they're super funny. They're not afraid to say what's on their mind. Now, new and improved with 100% more funniness. Is that even a word? This is The Fit Show, live. Welcome back to the show, ladies and gentlemen. Fitz happens live right now. And uh, there's Drew and there's Tanner the Millennial. Bethany, the mouth from the south, is here, and give us a follow on Facebook. It's it's uh, it's really easy. Just go to Facebook and search two words: follow Fitz. Hit the like button. My buddy Drew is over there. He's been scouring the uh, the Craigslist. You know, this makes me feel. Like, do you remember sales? whenever you were a small kid? I know, but whenever you were a small kid and you you got to stay home from school because you know you were sick for whatever yeah. reason. Oh, you get to watch I The Price Is Right. Always watch mm-hmm. The Price Is Right. I did 11 a.m. Who's the best? Yeah, oh. I had YouTube when I was a kid, so. Bob Barker was great. <laughs> That's awesome. Still great. Yeah, he is still, still oh yeah. alive. I know that for a fact now. Yes. Oh, yeah. Remember whenever you killed Drew Bob Barker killed off? <laughs> I, I fell victim to one of those internet uh, death Fight hoaxes, news. and I reported him dead on the news, and he was not. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, right now, though, wherever you are, you could play along with us because we're going to play the Craigslist Price is Right, and we're going to actually try to guess uh, the actual price of the bizarre Craigslist item. Is that right? Without going over. Well, we kind of suspend the without going over rule. Just whoever gets closest gets the point. Sounds good to me. Here we go. So our first item up for bid on the Craigslist price is right is a worm composter. Now for those listening, it kind of looks like it's made of plastic. It looks like a stack of cat boxes and I think the compost goes through them. Uh, It's a worm factory composter. It's They're flexible for meetup. It's made from recycled 
plastic. You can make your own worm tea. Does it uh, come with Year-round production, odor-free operation. And it says it's a great way to turn what your kitchen scraps. What the heck is that used for? Your junk mail no and your cardboard into nutrient-rich compost. So, yeah. by the way, all these items are available on Craigslist. All I want to know, do, it doesn't say if it comes with worms. Worms cost extra. Oh. Fitz, what is your bid on this item? $20, Drewzy. All right, and Bethany? $24.99. $10, Drew. Actual Craigslist asking price is $50. Bethany, get the point. Who the? I who did. pay $50 for that? Are you looking at this thing? It's, it's beautiful. It's a composter. Man, it's a worm. Worm composter, man. It's a worm man. factory. It's a worm right. factory. All right, here we go. The next item up for bid is, this is kind of weird. It's a set of stairs. And apparently these stairs came off of a houseboat. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it looks like a weird ladder, but they mm. are selling a set of houseboat stairs. Fitz, what would you yeah. bid on these oh. wooden stairs from a houseboat? Can I look at it one more time, Drew? It's 78 inches tall and 21 inches wide. Listen, someone might Hang need up. that. Mm. $50, Drewzy. All right. Bethany, what do you bid on these stairs? I'm going to say $32.99. Okay, and Tanner? $100. Actual Craigslist price for this set of houseboat stairs is $45. Fitz gets oh! the point. Here we go. Now, guys, I, I want that's you. That's the first one I've gotten the past three. <laughs> I want you guys to really reach for the stars on this one. We're going to go out with a bang. This is a big, big item, big ticket item. It is a belly tank from an F 18 fighter jet. It is a fuel tank. This is something you can build a race car out of. You can build all sorts of uh, cool projects out of it. It is a surplus FA 18 drop tank, 16 feet long, 28 inches in diameter. It looks like a missile. It's yeah. kind of it's a fuel tank off of a jet fighter. Mm. What would you bid on this item? Fitz. Oh. $50, Jersey. I said reach for the stars. <laughs> I'm going to say I'm going to say uh $10,000. Okay. And Tanner, $200. Actual Craigslist asking price $800. Tanner gets the point. Yeah! I don't believe it. We have a three-way tie. Oh no. <laughs> what does that mean? Is it time for sudden death? Yeah, here we go. Sudden death. Ready? Yes. Sudden Death is a functional, working, original Sony Discman. Oh. Disc player, oh. Walkman. It works. You can buy this today. Fitz, what's your item? What's your price? $15. All right. Bethany? Uh, $8. And Tanner? $20. Fitz got the number right on the nose. $15. Yeah. He gets the points and the win. Woo! The Fitz Show. And now, the Fitz Show's world-famous what-are-you-kidding-me stories of the day. And now, and now, it's time for your what-are-you-kidding-me stories of the day. Thank you so much. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm your what-are-you-kidding-me anchorman, of course, here to provide you with the news that did not make the news as I take you out of the scientific community. This is titled, It Must Be Science! I'm trying to keep this clean because, first of all, I want to say this is a family show. And I know that there's a bunch of families and kiddos listening. So I just want to say in a very, very clean way that there is a scientific phenomenon called summer, insert name of the male, you know what? Summer, you know what I mean? I think we all know what you mean. The thing a male has. Mm -hmm. Oh! Okay. Summer that. Okay. Okay, got it. Where science says that in the summertime, those things uh, (laughs) look bigger in warm weather. 
They and, do? Men, and all men are celebrating across. <laughs> Again, yeah. how much money, how much grant money do they take True. to it's figure si- this out? Science. It's science. Well, we all is... know cold has one effect and warm has a different effect. I thought we all knew this. This is news to me, man. <laughs> yeah, it, it's, it's kind of news to This is really exciting news for me. <laughs> I don't see it. <laughs> well, so here's the deal. You're probably wondering, like, how? Because it's about, like, uh, you know, it's blood vessels. Yeah. You're, You're being temporarily relaxed. expanded and stuff. Mm-hmm. And, right? And, you know, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. your body's Chill capillary out. reaction. Yeah, capillary reaction. You know what? That's so funny you said that, capillary reaction. That was the name of my high school band. <laughs> <laughs> what instrument did you play? Fiddle. The triangle. <laughs> the, tri- the, the cowbell. <laughs> the cowbell. <laughs> more cowbell. Need more cowbell. That's right. <laughs> All right, so anyway, be uh, especially ladies, be on the lookout for that with be your fellas. Be on the lookout? Yeah, be on the lookout for the... <laughs> Maybe start dating your man in the winter. No. Drew, God, be no. on the lookout. Yeah. Let's go to page two. <laughs> what are, are you kidding me? me? Ladies and gentlemen, if you don't mind, I'm going to take you out of Wisconsin. Number one fan. A guy who... And we, we just figured this out. A guy who was going on vacation in Wisconsin last December... He wanted to watch an Arizona Wildcats basketball game. Loved them so much. So he called the restaurant's cable company, pretended to be an employee, and added the Pac-12 network to their package. <laughs> nice. Good that initiative. Is genius. It genius. is genius. That is genius. But... but the cops investigated this, and they arrested him last month for felony identity theft. <gasps> he's Dang. Got, he's got a felony. Wow. Can't vote. Man, yeah. you should have just watched the highlight reel on YouTube later. And again, aren't those people like the Jason Bournes, like people like that kid right there that you should like try to get in the CIA? Yeah, I mean, I like this guy's gumption. Yeah. I like his initiative. <laughs> he he may have been that. on the wrong side of things. He could but... be in the media department. Right. We need to. We need to. <laughs> yeah. We need to train him in the deep state. Yes. While he's Put him in the deep state right now. He and that one dude. Uh, the the bandit who stole all those airplanes and flew to the Bahamas. Yes. You know what I mean? And the kid that stole all those airplanes and like, I don't know, he was like the barefoot bandit. Or yeah, is that can, the same one? Yeah, mm-hmm. we can call him like the, the juvenile Avengers. <laughs> 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 there you go, ladies and gentlemen. You got the... What are you kidding me? Stories of the day breaking every single hour. This is the Fit Show. Fitch happens live. This is going to be epic. Let's do it. Now. Now back to the Fit Show. It's happened. Live. Everybody, what it is, how are you? Snap what you see right now. Just send it back to me. If you, if you have a second, let us know that you're out there. <laughs> and uh, you can go to our Facebook page. It's just facebook.com slash follow fits. Just go to Facebook, search follow fits. I'm going to address something that um, I brought up you know, several days ago on the show, and I think we were, we were, uh, we're reading the Fitz box, and that's where we read, you know, your good, bad, and ugly yeah. comments, your questions, comments, and your concerns about the show. And um, somebody uh, was was commenting about a story that I told, and it was about how a personal friend of mine is. Oh, you know what I'm talking about? I do know what you're talking you, about. You probably, you probably saw this message. Yeah. People are upset. I mean, at I mean, least I, one person. Okay, in I get it. People are upset, but now, I mean, but they have no reason to to go where they're going with this it. This is insane, though. Yeah. So to fill you in, uh, not too long ago, I told you a story about one of my friends. He's expecting a death in the family pretty soon, and um, this individual is having a real tough time with, you know, uh, uh, the uh, uh, 
inevitability that somebody's going to die. Mm-hmm. Right. Really, really hard on this with this individual. So he knows that you know we're in the entertainment industry, and he was asking about like some some weird questions about cameras, and then I'm like, okay. And he said, yeah, I want to know if there's any way I could get a casket cam, lower it down with him that has like a good you know 15, 20 year battery life, HD, where I could check in with. The individual who passed away on, on the, you know, basically your webcam or an app, casket cam app, I guess. That's what I would call it. Um, hmm, it's a good idea. Casket cam. You need to reserve that. Anyway, um, it would give him the ability to check in on his loved one whenever he wanted. And since then, you guys, I just want to say I've been flooded with not only some of our listeners demanding to know, well, who is this? I demand to know who it is. Well, why do you demand to know who it is? Because and it's creepy. Care? It is so creepy to look at a loved one's deceased body. Completely your opinion and your opinion only. Actually, people uh, all over the world do it. It's just they do it at different earlier times. Yeah, but times. once they're laid to rest, they should be yeah. laid to rest and not disturbed by a dang camera that's shooting 4K video in their freaking casket. Hopefully they have 4K, uh, better than 4K by, by then, but anyway. Um, do you know who Lenin is? Vladimir Ilyevich Lenin? Tanner the Millennial, do you know who Lennon is? John Lennon? Yeah, that's what, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, same, one and the same. So, yeah, he, <laughs> he was a, a Russian leader. They have that guy in a glass case parched up for everybody to walk in and see him at the, the Capitol. The, the Pope. The father got, of they do? Russian communism. Yeah, he Lenin died is in, out for oh, everybody I'm to Googling see. Googling that. He died in, I think, 19... I am! 24? He's, just, he's sitting that. out there for the world to see. It. That mm-hmm. is disgusting. They, they're saying that the guy awesome. That's a different culture, though. Like, looking in... Like, other cultures, I understand right, that's right. a thing, but in our American culture, that is not. But okay. here's what I want to say: It is not your right, though, to like say what what <gasps> this gentleman wants to do is creepy. He wants to be able to check in on his loved one and just look at the individual every now and then. That's his. Bi- what I'm saying is that's his business. This I don't know why everybody just cares. Just look at old photographs or videos of when this Can- individual is still alive and with. Yeah. Everyone. Can I add something to this? This is amazing. I was initially very against this guy, and I thought he was a creep, but then I found out that there is culture, or there are cultures around the world, I think it's, I want to say Thailand, I, I could be wrong, where they actually have a yearly celebration where they dig up the bodies of loved ones, and they dance with the, in the streets with they them. They dance with them. And then they the put dead. new clothes on them, and they put them back in their caskets until next year. I saw it's that. Creepy. I saw that documentary. But if they every can do it, year, why can't this guy do it? Every year, they get them back out, and yep. they dance with them. And these are like mummies. This guy's just mummies. wanting the camera just saying, in the casket. When I die, nobody is going to be messing with my bones. Yeah, no kidding. I mean, the, but this, <laughs> I mean, I'm just still looking at Lenin in Mos- Moscow. I mean, this guy looks like he died yesterday. It's pretty amazing, yeah. Wow. Yeah. They even had him take a selfie. That was a trip. <laughs> <laughs> All right, welcome to the show. Fitz Happens Live. Fitz Happens Live. This, this the pride of the P1s. It's the Fitz Show. Fitz Happens Live. This is the time, uh, Tuesdays and Fridays, every single week, we uh, basically take the time to call out like a person, place, thing, or idea. A bunch of you guys submit awesome ideas for battle raps uh, on our website. What are you looking at today? Well, in the Fitz Files, we talked about how Chris Pratt is back into a relationship mm-hmm. yeah. with uh, the governor's daughter. Yeah, exactly. Arnold Schwarzenegger's daughter, that's yeah. right. And I'm calling him out. It's too early to get back into a relationship, Chris. <sighs> It's a rebound, bruh. Whoa. <laughs> Dang, he just got the bra. Yeah, bruh. It's a rebound. Getting serious. It's a rebound, bruh. And, and you know, crazy eyes, too, when I, he said it. I, I want to be the first person to say I love Chris Pratt. Yeah. He's like one of my favorite actors. Okay. 
but you know, with love comes a little bit of hate sometimes. So yeah, I gotta do. So what you're I saying do. he should be a little res- more responsible with his love? Exactly. He's got children. He's got children. Okay. All right. Come Tan- on, Chris. All right. So Tanner the Millennial turning into his alter ego right now, Vanilla Bean, for a battle rap. You want some funky fresh? Give me some funky fresh. You're freshly single, it's too early to mingle vanilla bean. Truly loves you, but Chris, what are you doing, dude? Chris Pratt, you were a bachelor committing, now makes you look like an amateur. Better get to the chopper. Arnold is coming for you. (laughs) He's gonna knock out your dang front tooth. You were in Jurassic World, it's too early to love a girl. You were in Parks and Rec. Chris, I demand some respect. <laughs> Vanilla Bean. <laughs> yeah. Vanilla Bean. Just looking out for you. Vanilla Bean. Just looking for a breakthrough. You could have been on Tinder. I'm so sad. I'll go on a bender. Chris Pratt. Enjoy being single or more divorce papers are gonna sprinkle. I think that was a love letter. Dang. I do love you, Chris Pratt. Yeah, but Arnold Schwarzenegger's daughter, right? Mm -hmm. She's beautiful. I just looked at a photo. I mean, she she looks a a perfect mix. She looks like her mama. She looks like her mama. Thank God she doesn't look like her daddy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, come on. He's he's a good guy who takes a lot of time spending time with all of his families. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, stop. Ladies and gentlemen, to submit an idea for a battle rap, go to followfits.com and click on battle rap. The Fit Show. Fits happens live. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All right, everybody, what have we learned today? It's Tuesday, July 31st. I cannot believe it. 2018. It's almost back to school. Can you believe it's August tomorrow? It's crazy. Just absolutely crazy. All right, wherever you are right now. Uh, tell us what you picked up from our show today. Here's what I learned during the What Are You Kidding Me stories. That cowboy boot sandals have arrived. And uh, uh, the guy says it's a great way to keep your feet cool, but your legs extra, extra hot. And you can get yours right now for $150 at redneckbootsandals.com. I will judge anyone that purchases yeah. these. This They're, is a judgment zone if you wear those. You guys make fun yeah. of my Crocs and stuff, but these are these are worse. You're right. These yeah. are worse. They don't even look that comfortable. Not at all. Yeah. They look horrible. All right, Drew, what about you? What have we learned today? I learned that Fitz uh, got all crisped up in the tanning bed a long time ago to go on stage in his Speedo with the thunder from down under and got maybe the worst sunburn in your life because he tried to do it all in one day. I was 18 years old, by the way, mm-hmm. when I did You learn from your mistakes. All uh, mm-hmm. knees and elbows and braces and Speedo. Speaking, yeah, we were speaking about skin cancer and how it can hurt from one burn. Yeah. Yeah, well, that one. I saw that burn. It's a bad Some burn. pictures. Yeah. yeah, but Magic Mike. Yeah, but. Oh. <laughs> yeah, but still. <laughs> All right, go ahead. Tanner the Millennial. <laughs> what, or Instant Puke was my name. I forgot what it was. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Magic Mike and Instant Puke. Yeah. All right, Tanner, what have we learned today? Well, I'm going to keep roasting Fitz because he oh, won't great. accept the fact that he is a hoarder. Mm-hmm. Classic case. You're right, hoarder, because man. I have papers organized in front of me. They say I'm a hoarder, and I didn't want them touching them. I witnessed no, you not. freak out because Bethany moved one of your legal pads. 
I yeah. saw it with my own eyes. Tanner and I thought you guys were getting a divorce that day. <laughs> <laughs> the fit you threw over that legal pad. Your mom is an uh, astronaut. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but at least she's not a hoarder. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. I wonder if it's hereditary. My mom is uh, is a hoarder. Yeah. All right. Uh, maybe we can call him to, to my house and we can do one of those the shows. Morning signs. Yeah. Bethany, what about you? What have we learned from today's show? I learned from Tanner during Choose Your News yeah. that there's a whale dolphin hybrid out there in the. That's a freaky thing. It's a whale. What is it called? A, a dwell. Or a wolfen. A wolfen. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll see you tomorrow, you guys. Have a great day. My name's Fitz. I'm Drew. I'm Bethany. I'm Tanner the Millennial. Think big, because you're thinking anyway. And who's better than you? Nobody! That's the end of today's professional broadcast of The Fit Show. Did you miss some of the show today? No worries. For all things Fits and to check out today's PAB, the podcast after the broadcast, just go to followfits.com.